Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Who will be in the college football playoff? It's Michigan. The Washington Huskies. The Texas Longhorns. And Alabama returns to the playoff. And Florida State is the first undefeated champion from a Power 5 conference to fail to make the field. The Texans slam the door shut. Houston is moving to 7-5. and five. And this young Texan squad led by a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback are very much in the playoff picture. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Nothing. You too drunk. You take too long. Nothing. You too drunk. You take too long. Nothing. You too drunk. You All right, that's long. enough. That's enough. That's Nothing. Not, that, that, drunk, don't do that. Um, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number if you want to get in here. Let's get a couple of calls in here uh, to talk about this weekend. Who's up, Keith? Is up. Hey, Keith. Hey, guys. I uh, love the show. Uh, quick point on the Chiefs uh, Texans wide receiver talk you guys mentioned earlier. Um, you know, obviously, Kelsey one, Tank two, Nico three sounds good. But I think at number four, you guys left out rookie wide receiver SME Rashi Rice. Mm. Pretty good player this Rashi year. Rice Over 500 yards receiving, five TDs. Um, and, um, you know, completely agree. You know, FSU, you know, I wrote them all season, cooked it in the summer. You know, they, they didn't have the quarterback. They looked like Iowa the last couple games. I think the committee made the right decision. Yeah, and you've been an FSU guy. You called you called FSU at the beginning of the year that during let, them, during let Them Cook. Keith called that way back then, Let Him Cook. And he cooked, and you know what? Got an undefeated season. It's just... You know, it's just unfortunate that you lost your starting quarterback because the guys behind him, you had your shot against Florida, didn't look good, and then your third stringer, of course, was it was it was bad. The Louisville game was bad. I mean, Michigan. How about we had we had the upset with Alabama? What it was a series of blowouts. SMU took care of Tulane, but then you know Texas Oklahoma State was a blowout. Was not a game. You had Alabama and Georgia, which is you know a good game to watch, even though the defense is ruled in that one. Man, Michigan and Iowa, what an embarrassment. God, that quarterback is Jeez. the worst body quarterback that it, since Jared Lorenzen. Since Jared Lorenzen. It, it's unbelievable. That guy who looks like a sassy fat punter Whoa. or a kicker, it looks like a punter that he's in there throwing. Now, he actually has a decent arm. Yeah. But God almighty, was that bad. You know, Michigan wasn't great offensively. They really struggled. With Iowa's front, Iowa's defense, well, Iowa's gave, defense Michigan a lot really of tr- gave him a lot of trouble. It was a that was a terrible game. I was going between that and Louisville FSU, and Louisville FSU Jack Plummer awful. The third string quarterback for Florida State, he's a rookie. I mean, he's a freshman, so I don't want to call him awful, but he was that game. It was the offensive line was terrible for Louisville. It was well right just, off the bat. What was the first second play? Fisky comes through yeah. and just throws his three, guy aside. Dude, he had three sacks and four and a half tackles for loss in that game. <laughs> That's a season for a lot of defensive yeah. linemen. He, he had three sacks and four and a half losses. Some money. I got to tell you, Washington, Washington's offensive line 
who has got a chance to be in the Joe Moore Award finalist after what they did against Oregon. They're going to be taking on Texas. Woo! Washington, Texas is a really, both these games are really interesting, but Texas has a nasty defensive front. Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat, a defensive tackle, are really, really good. Uh, you got a team in, in Washington who just pushed the ball down Oregon's throat. That's going to be a really good matchup. Texas is the favorite in that one. What is it? Two and a half, three, something like that. Texas. Michigan has gone from two and a half down to one and a half from Alabama. And a lot of people believe that without Zach Zenter, their starting guard who's out for the year, that Alabama will end up the favorite in that game. And I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I could see Alabama because when you start digging into the numbers, Michigan, their offense has not been as good since the whole Connor Stallions thing. Their offense, they're averaging less than 300 yards per game over the last four or five. I could see Alabama, who's playing their best football, ending up being the one-and-a-half-point favorite. In that you game. know, I, I think it's going to swing. I was watching that Washington-Oregon game and didn't have a real dog in the fight, but I, I realized watching the game, if I, if I wanted a team who could compete in a, for a title, I'm taking Washington because they can throw the ball down the field. Like, you watch how teams beat these big-time SEC teams or even compete. We saw what C.J. Stroud and Ohio State did. They threw the ball down the field. Oregon plays the game, particularly against equally matched competition, like this 10- to 15-yard box. They throw it to guys in space and hope they make plays and they run the football. I don't think you can beat a team, a really good team like that. They're, the wide receiver core for Washington with Penix, I give them a shot because they will they will take shots down the field. They will ask their guys to go, go one-on-one and see if they can make a play. If you rank all the four teams, I mean, sure, Shark is certainly creative, but as far as downfield passing game, I think Washington has the best downfield passing game in the playoffs. Have you ever seen a guy falling off and fading away like Michael Penix does on long throws? No. On everything. Uh, oh, he Dude, just, he does, he, step and deliver. He, everything is a fadeaway for him. I know, but he's he still he's gets accurate. it there. But, man, that is a big, big problem. But, man... Their wide receiving core is going to be – that's why that matchup between Texas' defensive front and Washington's offensive line is going to be so critical because you have a hard time stopping the wide receivers of Washington. If they can get the throws off. If, if Washington yeah. will sit back and say, hey, you might take some shots like in the mouth, but we're going to try to complete some balls down the field, I think mm-hmm. it gives them a really good shot uh, to compete. It, it'll just be a question of whether they can hold up. If they can allow their guys to work down the field – um, I don't think there's a passing game in the country, or particularly in this playoff like theirs. Yeah. 713-780-3776. Let's get Officer Phillip in here. Hey, Officer Phillip. Good morning, gentlemen. Bill, you are a gentleman and a scholar. I am waving the white flag. I'm going to start going after Connor and Beard. But that's just my guy. That's because they say they have y'all ranked as number five in the top five shows, and they're number one. And they're like my wife. They're morons wrapped in an idiot. <laughs> but uh, here's the deal. My partner's wife and my wife get together, and they all go out to uh, the Brazilian Steakhouse, you know, order 80 bottles of wine, and talk about me. And my partner comes back and says, hey, man, your wife was roasting you uh, over dinner with the girls. I was like, really? She goes, yeah. This Dell guy you're going after. I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? He's like, yeah, she was roasting you. She's saying that, that you, was, you were going after him and giving him a hard time, and then he told you to solve a crime, and then you came back at him with uh, you, you solved the crime. It's called giving him a paycheck. And then she roasted me in front of all the girls and said what Dell should have said was, 
having solved the crime of what has 32 teeth and a midget uh, on lockdown. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, she said your zipper. I was like, oh, "Oh my God. (laughs) So Bill has an army now. Bill has an army of of people. Good for him. But Bill, you got to take one for the team because my wife's about to come into a large sum of money, and she's ready ready to leave me and become somebody's sugar mama. Now, my wife's not ugly. She just put on some pounds here lately. And she said, you just don't love me anymore because I'm fat. And I was like, again, that's an insult to fat. But here, now, she said she's ready to leave. She asked my son, what do you think your dad's going to say when I'm telling you, tell him that I'm leaving him? And he said, dad says, don't make promises that you won't keep. So at this point, I'm, uh, I surrender. Wow. I got to say, this feels, that, feels like an, that feels like a very wow. long, extravagant story there. See, it feels like um, Officer Philip is done with this this woman. That's what it feels like. Once you start talking about her weight on the on the uh, on the radio, yeah, yeah. I mean, this would be this wife thing. number four out the yeah. door. Yeah, sounds like he's sounds like you're a peach to live with there, what it, Officer. He Phillip. said I would have to take one for the team yeah. because she's overweight. Is that what he said? I, I don't know what it means. He's throwing, his, <laughs> I, I, he's throwing you commenting. her way. I'm not commenting on any of that. I mean, I don't know what his wife looks like. It's not my place. She's not ugly. I'm not commenting But she's not. But she's a little hefty. Look, man. I'm not commenting on any of that. I don't know her or what she looks like. I would just say, ain't great to talk about her weight on the show. No, not something you want to do. Because apparently she hears a lot. And if she heard this, it ain't going to go well for you. Well, I think this sounds like he don't care. Yeah. That's... When you once you do you're at that point, he's at a point. He's he quiet, don't care. No he's more. quiet quitting on this marriage. Yeah. Yeah. No, he didn't quiet quit. Yeah, it's pretty loud actually. Pretty, yeah. Real loud. Real loud. He's quitting on this deal. All right. Uh seven one three seven eight. Let's get Longhorn Keith in here. Hey Keith. What's up, guys? What do you hey, say? Man, I'm uh, super excited, obviously. Um really uh called to just kinda acknowledge the fact that I was wrong to start the season. I didn't expect us to make it to the CFP championship. I didn't expect us to go uh, 12 and 1. Uh, so, having said that, um, I'm really excited about this bowl. I've already purchased my tickets last night, and I'll be in New Orleans January 1st. Uh, but they'll I, I, I nail something that I'm really concerned with because we obviously played Washington last year in the uh, Alamo Bowl. Uh, Michael Penix, to your point, you, you're right. He, he does fall back a lot, but their receivers are so freaking good. And our DBs, is, if there's a, a potential weak spot on the team, that is it. I mean, we give up more free plays than – I mean, it, it's bad. And so I, I'm very curious to see how this all plays out considering uh, there's a possibility. I mean, I, I just think that – we still can win the game, but I do think that this is going to be one of those. It's got to be a defense that's called. I, I, I don't know if you play zone with these guys or what, but it, it's going to be an interesting game to say the least. But I'm really excited about being in the CFP. Yeah, you got to be excited about it. You know, just think, Sark, there was last year people were talking about Sark could be gone. That it was, um, you know, he'd been disappointing the first two years, and this was going to be, you know, would he make it past year three? And it does take some time to get – I know that there was guys that, that Sark and Texas wanted to get out of the program. Remember that first year when players were recording 
a defensive the defensive line coach being angry with the effort yeah. and all that stuff. And, and when when that's happening, you know you don't have real ones on the team. Like they're not they're not really about the winning. They're and Texas had to get rid of some of those guys. And they brought some good guys in in the portal, but more importantly, just homegrown Tavondre Sweat, Byron Young um, have done their jobs. Banks, who they brought in, has been good. Christian Jones has been okay at right tackle. Their offensive line is the best offensive line they've had in a while for them. Um, still needs to get better, but Sark is, you know, you got to give Sark credit. He has a philosophy, and he's stuck with it, and uh, he got Texas believing in that. They play hard football. They're, they collab- They had a couple of Texas collapses that we've seen in the past, but it didn't really cost them losses. The, you know, the Oklahoma loss, they shouldn't have lost that when they collapsed in that one, but Games where they would have lost previously, they hung on and won those. And uh, you know, he did it. He did a good job. I know Texas is one of these teams, and this one that I could see them getting beat Washington. Or I could see them winning it all. It's I kind of feel that way. There's not one team that I feel Alabama's playing the hottest football, but I could see them losing. Texas has already beaten them. I could see Washington winning this whole thing. I could see Michigan yep. going wire to wire with it. I I I really have no idea who's going to win the national championship nope. here. I have a friend of mine who. Who bet two hundred dollars on Texas at uh, plus a thousand? So he is, or plus one hundred? No, yeah. no. I'm sorry, it's ten to one. Ten, 10 to one. one. Yeah. So he bet two hundred to win uh, two thousand. Yeah. And uh, this was before the season started, or maybe sometime in the season. I'm not sure. Um, that looks pretty good right now. Absolutely. It's not bad. They're a favorite in the first game, and if you look at the the lines in both the games, whoever. Like the biggest favorite is probably going to end up being Alabama over Washington would be the biggest favorite. But any other combination, and that won't be more than six or seven, any other combination I think is going to be a game with a low point spread where it's considered a pretty even matchup. With that said, Georgia would be a favorite over all four teams again. No matter what's happened. Really? Vegas, no, they wouldn't be a favorite over Alabama. You don't think they would? that no. Vegas would make them a favorite? No, no. Not after the way they played them. No. Heck no. Well, it wasn't like Alabama didn't move the ball up and down either. No, they. but they told – oh, man, that was that was a pretty dominant performance. Well, I thought Alabama's team. defense yeah. against Georgia's offense yeah. was pretty yeah. uh, dominant. But I also think it's a chess match. Nick Saban, after the game, talked about we came in thinking we were going to play one front, and we did. We played an odd front, which means a three-man, three-man or five-man front, really – and then they walked out, uh, they ran motion and walked out Dallas Turner, their best pass rusher. So he's out in the slot, and Nick's like, scrap it. They're, they're prepared for this. We're going to go with an even front, which is a four-man front, and then we're going to play split-high safeties. So basically, after the first series, Nick changed his entire defensive scheme. He changed it because he recognized what Georgia was going to try to do, and he didn't want them doing it. So he said, we'll play it like this. Oh. And they still whipped Georgia's offensive line. Yeah. And you got to have some pretty smart defenders to be changed. Oh, yeah. You know he worked on it all week, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, they're it. installing. They're like, yeah. nope. Yep. We're going to double high safety, split safeties. We're going to show a four man, a forty offense, which they a forty defensive look. And I mean, I, I, I it did. It was funny that I heard so much arguing about or people on Twitter, and then Carson Beck didn't, and then Georgia didn't do this, and Georgia. Y'all know this was Nick Saban on the other side, right? right. The right. godfather of game planning. Right. Like, who has good games against Nick Saban? It's pretty rare. Right. We've gotten so spoiled about Georgia now over two years that we forget this is Nick Saban. He makes your he makes you look bad. Yep. All right. 703-780-3776. Any thoughts on what, what uh 
we've been talking about it or anything else, we'll get back to it. We've got to get some sound in from CJ. We've got to get some D'Amico sound on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So much to talk about from that game. Uh, time to talk about Coors Light. During that game, you've got to, I mean, if you're going to watch a game, wow, this was all weekend long, man. I mean, it was just so much fun. What a great weekend. I'm going to miss football season because there's always a reason to have your Blue Mountains, man. It is just so much fun. This game after game after game after the Texans game. Then we're watching the the, uh, the 49ers and the Eagles, and you're, we're enjoying Coors Lights. And then last night watching the Packers, we're enjoying Coors Lights. I, it just is – it's just fun. It's just what we do. And it, I, I hope that you are too. No matter what you're doing, you're going to a concert, you're watching a game, you're playing golf, you do whatever it is you're doing. Please enjoy with a cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light, the world's most refreshing beer. It was on a billboard. You can't argue with it. You can't lie on a billboard. So if it's the world's most refreshing beer, this is what you're looking for every single time. Crack open with the, when the mountains are blue. Make sure you got them ready at your house whenever your buddies come over. It's cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. Keep Texas chill. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Everyone loves our chicken pot pie. Chicken pot, chicken pot, chicken pot pie. Currently in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. It's the season of giving. Air Team Heating and Cooling and ESPN 975 have teamed up for a holiday drive benefit benefiting the Pelchin Children's Center. Now through Friday, drop off donations at Air Team to support, to support our Houston youth in foster care. Our station will be broadcasting live all day on Friday, so stop by and say hello with your donation. Most needed items and donations info at airteamltd.com. It's the Holiday Drive benefiting Del Pelchin Children's Center. Brought to you by Air Team, your H-Town heating and cooling team. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Now, the Texans win and they're 7-5, and five, but, man, that was, that was a big loss. I've always believed. Um, let the record reflect. I have always been a believer. Jamaica yeah, yeah. Ryan's. Oh, I wasn't. Oh a no, you're got senior a man crush. I mean, it's yeah, and I was right. I can pick. Em. You get funny feelings in your. I can pick them. Everyone else was against D'Amico being the head coach in Houston, and I was like the one shining voice in Houston. You're and the, he's rewarded. You were the other one. It. I remember that. Yeah, because everyone else was like, oh, I wanted, you know, well, we need to go back to Josh McCown, and I said, what? D'Amico's yeah. the guy. Yeah. And like people are pounding, Eric Pianaman. I'm like, D'Amico Ryans, please. <laughs> Bring back Gary Kubiak. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Jay Norvell, Tom Herman. Jay said, Norvell? What? <laughs> what are you talking about, Jay Dana, Norvell? Dana, Dana, Tom Herman, Summy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, we're going with D'Amico Ryans. Sorry, city of Houston. No, you, you did. You saved the city. Um, but you couldn't save them from well. Bobby Slowick had a had a, had a big faux pas. If you want to know the truth, Tank Dell blocking inside on a goal line play, and he broke a fibula, and he's done for the season. Nobody, nobody was is more distraught about this than CJ. Uh, I'm I'm lost words, man. I, just, uh, I honestly don't know what to say. Like. You see, like, your brother 
put in so much work and be so helpful. Like one thing about Tane, he's very unselfish, and to see him go out like the game of football is tough, man. It's tough. Uh, we we all we fight our tails off every day to make people happy. We put our li- our lives on the body. I mean, our our, uh, our bodies on the line, time in time again, man. And just to see that happen, it's cold. It's, it's not easy. Um, I got to be there for him. So more so than anything, like forget football. Like Tank as a person, like I know it's gonna it's gonna be tough for him to get out of that. Um, and who knows, man? We might be he might be back playing Super Bowl. <laughs> so I try to be positive about it. But it's tough, man. I'm I'm hurt. Like, I'm, I'm I can't sugarcoat it. I can't come up here and lie and say like, oh, we'll be alright. Nah, it's not. You know. Um, and I love him to death. I told him that. And <laughs> seven, seven to three will be a, a great, a great duo for the next couple of years, man. Right when he gets back, who knows, man? God, God works in mysterious ways. It might not be that bad of injury. Who knows? I don't really know. So, I love my brother to death, and I'm praying for him, and I'm here for him no matter what. I mean, those two came out together. Allegedly, he wanted the Texans to draft him. They work out together. Work out, best of friends, like brothers. And lose him, and what a what a combination! What a combination! I mean, one of the better ones in the NFL. First, first team rookie, along with Puka Nakua, uh, first team quarterback for the all rookie team. That's what's going to happen. Yep. You really miss a guy who can dig out coverage and in intermediate routes. You miss a guy who can run a choice route and get open if you need a tough third and three. He can get you that. He can work all three. Uh, he can work all three levels of the field because he has the speed to go deep. He has the quickness to. <clears throat> To unco- and toughness to uncover and, and work into the middle of the field and make big intermediate catches and that levels passing attack. He's got phenomenal footwork to dot the, uh, to, to dot the eyes there with both feet near the sidelines for tough catches. Um, he's got great ball skills. He's a short area nemesis. You can't guard him in man-to-man. Like, you lose a lot with Tank Dell. You lose a lot, and that's why it was just um, – I don't want to – I don't want to – I don't want it to. I don't want to overblow it or be too hyperbolic with some of the comments. But let's be real. I mean, you can't put him in that position position just in case something like this happens, because you could see the offense was not the same in the second half when Tank wasn't on the field previously. It was. I mean, CJ had his worst games of the year. He didn't hit 200 yards passing. It was Tank Dell is really important to this offense. So now John Mechie's going to have to step up and play well. And more, but maybe most importantly, the running game's got to get cranked up. Damian Pierce. Was back and and running hard and and did you were you were you surprised that they went heavier much much heavier Damian Pierce from a target load than uh, from a carry load than Devin Singletary I was a little surprised I expected Singletary maybe to be the primary and Damian to be the secondary but they were they were given the tough carries and they were you know Damian was right back in the mix yeah no it's well they should be as well they should be I mean what do you you're not going to kick it Singletary had some had a couple of good, really good games, but yeah, a couple and, of huge and, games. Listen, and they tried we went to over a hundred, both of them. And they, you, you, were, you were right. They tried to run an outside zone with Damian Pierce. Too slow. It did not work. It's not even close. He can't. He can't flow enough. Yeah. They just and he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not decisive enough to stay on the track 
outside to force the defense flow. They started going to gap scheme plays. They changed up some of the more inside, inside zone. One cut as his is great. Yeah, trying to get him outside the tackle on a, it just ain't working. It's not gonna work. It ain't gonna work. It it's ain't. not gonna work. That Singletary can do it. So, you know. They need to stop running Singletary. They need to stop running Damian Pierce inside and run him outside. Somebody said that to me, and I said, it's not it's, it's not his thing. He and doesn't have about, that burst. Hey, big ups, because I always kill him. Jalen Petrie actually, on a run blitz, flew in and made a tackle in the backfield. What? What? Yeah. You he are, did that. This is what. That, he did This that. is your big ups to Jalen Petrie. And then he, he gave up the coverage. touchdown on the sudden. Yeah. Well, that was a good play by Sutton. I thought, and there was some contact. Sutton, that's a good catch by Sutton. Um, somebody said he pushed off a little. Nah, that wasn't bad. No, that was a good. That was a good catch by Sutton. I mean, they almost came down and beat the Texans. They almost came down and beat. I was like, how is this happening? They're going to come down and and beat the Texans. And well, especially after the Texans, I totally. I mean. How bad were, were the Broncos in the first half offensively? And then Awful. in the second half, he throws three interceptions. For the longest time, he had one yard passing. They were We were well into about three minutes left in the first quarter, and Russell Wilson had one yard pass. Did you see the stats now? In the last three games, Stingley has four picks. In, in almost two years, Sauce Gardner has two. You see that? Now, Stingley's ball Now we're going to take it back Stingley, about all Now, stuff Sauce also a press man corner. He's a press man corner, so those guys don't typically – they're not playing off, so they're going to have less interceptions. So that's not really – it's a cute little stat to put up there, and it's pretty impressive. Um, I saw – you know what the craziest stat I've seen in a long time was? Remember when Megatron had his big season? I thought he got to I thought he got to 2,000 yards receiving, but he didn't. It was 1,938 yards receiving. How many touchdowns do you think he had in that year? Megatron? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. Five. What? How do you have 120 catches or whatever, 1,900 yards and five touchdowns? Wow. How is that possible? Matthew Stafford threw for over 5,000 yards that year. And he had five touchdown catches. Wow. That's that's crazy. All right. 713-780-3776. We got one segment to go before we hit news of the weird so you can get in here. Yes. Yes. Do you want to apologize for not mentioning something that happened over the weekend? What did we not mention? Our our courageous Houston Dynamo <gasps> went out to LA, and unfortunately, a remarkable season came to an yeah. end with their loss in the Washington. Well, this Conference is a Finals. positive show. We'll, well do that tomorrow. We need to acknowledge this is all positive. We need to acknowledge our Houston heroes. And they the were, you they, know what? They, they did. fought hard and they, they tough environment. That's true. They and, did and lost the game. And what a remarkable season for a team who not a lot of expectations were out there for. Got to the Western Conference and they finals. got the Western Conference Finals in yeah. the first year with the new manager. Yep, well done. No, and all new pl- bunch of new players bunch of new and players. front office people. Yeah, I it's mean, a incredible the, step in the right direction yes. for the Dynamo. Congratulations to the Dynamo. Although it had to be awfully discouraging losing that game. Uh, two did, no, two nil. Did anyone fun. see it on regular TV, or did they have to go to Apple behind the paywall? I did not because the MLS is brilliant I was for watching, that. You I was, got. You got LAFC, one of your glamour teams, and if I'm not mistaken, that game wasn't anywhere unless you wanted, unless you had a subscription, oh, yeah. and a second subscription, I think. I was watching Napoleon. Oh, you watched Napoleon? Yeah. The How movie? was it? Yeah. How is it? It was good. It's good. Wish I could go to a movie theater. I just never do. That's, that's I never good. do. So now I'm watching Yellow Jackets. You're un-American. And Code of... I've got two different shows I watch, mm. but mm. Yellow Jackets, pretty good. Pretty good so far. Um, that's on... 
Paramount Plus? I'm not Prime Video. It's yeah, on Prime? but it's really? Paramount is the What's subscriptions. Right. I got Prime and Paramount, so yeah. maybe that's why I can watch it. It's about a girls' high school soccer team that crashes, that there's a plane crash, and they're all sitting there. It turns into Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they have to eat each and, other. But it's slow. It's a slow roll into it's it's flashbacks in current time. Yeah. So it's like, Julia, I just if Juliet Lewis had never made a movie ever, I'd be so much happier. What? I hate, That's hateful. I can't stand Juliet Lewis. No, 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 I don't like no, no. her when she was you young. I don't like her when she's yeah, older. Boy, I don't like her in between. I didn't like her as a natural born killer. I don't like any of her. What's you got right. an issue with Juliet uh, Lewis? She's just a freaking weirdo. No. <laughs> she's not a good actress. She's wow. just a weirdo wow. who says wow. lines. That is just ugly. Yeah, this is awful. I'm sorry. I, I don't hate a lot of things, but Juliet Lewis wow. on my screen Apparently. is one of them. You, uh, um. Pine trees, I hate. Humidity, pine trees, obviously. Pine trees. Dew point, I, I hate. hate. You know what I hate? Dew point. Dew point talk. Point. Yeah. I hate dew no, point I over hate 70%. A low dew point, I hate all dew point. I hate dew point talk. Yeah, but you like low dew points, yeah. trust me. Hey, guys, you know what I love? Hitting a home run with the best Christmas gift for your special someone. Pa- pajamagrams, famous naturally nude pajamas, will make you a holiday hero. So good. They sell out every year. They sell out. Naturally nude pajamas, known for ultimate comfort and style, soft, silky, better than lingerie, with a curve, a curve caressing fit. Here's a kicker: when you order naturally nude pajamas today, you'll get a free naturally nude nighty. That's seventy five dollars savings on a very luxurious two in one complete gift. Better yet, with Pajamagram, you can even add gift packaging. If you ask me, that's one easy holiday gift that is sure. To make her happy. Listen, we all know how good it feels to win. So why not win this Christmas? Hurry, go to Pajamagram today for naturally nude pajamas before they sell out. That's naturally nude pajamas at pajamagram.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Planet Unicorn, hey. Planet Unicorn, Unicorn Planet. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. the number to hang out with us here on the show. Uh, D'Amico Ryans met, uh, met the media afterwards. He's going to meet the media again today. Um, we really haven't touched on Will Anderson enough, Okay. We really haven't talked best about best game of the year. I think it, it was his best game of the year, and that's against the tackle in uh, in Bowles, who is having one of his best years. So um, it was a good uh, it was a good matchup for him, and he was clearly the victor. Now he switched sides; he was on both sides. But I noticed one of the things they were doing against from a defense standpoint is they were running what's called a te stunt, where the tackle comes up and kind of picks off the end. And then they roll, you know, the end yeah. up underneath, and that, and and I think they did that so that Russell Wilson wouldn't have that little gap for him to run. Like it's Which a way to rush the, the quarterback. Yeah, he did do it on, and actually they had a te called, yep. and he still escaped it and got that first down. I watched down. that whole game from behind. That whole last drive. Oh, you can from see behind. all the games. Yeah, yeah. from a, from directly behind. We were in, sitting in the end zone, and from directly behind, and you just saw it opening up on the fourth down. It was just like, oh my gosh. 
Oh my gosh, they're gonna, Dirk, he's gonna get it. How about he had fourth and one with the, the two minute warning, mm-hmm. and so they had time to fix it all. And and the Texans did a great job. They just were so good defensively, and yet he was able to slip through a couple of times and pick up. How about you know, the way Denver handled their clock? I mean, you want to talk about somebody afraid of letting C.J. Stroud have a yeah, shot? I know. They were saying he ain't getting any shots. Nothing. Uh, but Will, Will Anderson Jr. was fantastic yesterday and has been all season. He just hasn't put up numbers. Here's Miko talking about what they envisioned when they drafted Will. I mean, what a game by Will. I think everybody seen his, his stat line. I, you talk about tackles for loss. You talk about sacks, putting pressure on the quarterback. Like, Will, he wrecked havoc today. And that's what – so we envisioned when we selected Will and to see him show up in a big-time game for us, show up really being an impact player for us, that's who Will Anderson is, and he shows it every single day. So it really happy for Will in the game that he's had. He had a big-time game for us, uh, caused the interception, one of the interceptions that Stingley got, he caused the interception. So it's just everybody yeah. playing together. Right, everybody making plays, leaning on each other. That's good defense. Yeah, Stingley gets credit for the interception, but it's Will Anderson Jr. that that, that the tip. tipped the ball. Of course, how did, can you believe he brought that in? Did you see the slow know, motion was, yeah. replay of how he caught that, that behind was, him? That's what ball skills looks like. Well, the first interception by Stingley is what ball skills look like. He kind of he saw where it was going. He just kind of waited and baited, and as soon as the ball went up, oh, that he was took the a, second one. He took a was it the leaping one? Was the, the second, second one? one yeah. Okay, yeah. he went. And he took a great angle that undercut the throw. He looked like he was beat. You know, he looked like he was beat earlier, too. The ball went well, off. Well, he the, actually was beat. He was beat, but yeah. he came back and actually got into the play, though. Well, luckily it was undercut. And, and it hit in, in the head. And, yeah. yeah. But this one, he was just running. He was running there from his zone, probably a cover three look. He was running there from off. And he saw it. He tracked it the whole time, took an angle where he could make a playmaking angle. Instead of attacking the player, he attacked the ball. And then he leaped, he high pointed it, and he showed great hands. Like that's that's what the ball skills look like. His his interceptions that he's had the la- his four interceptions in the last three games is what had everyone excited in 2019. Yep, it's what it's what everyone thought. This is the, might be the best cornerback in college football. And maybe he's getting a lot of listen. He's going to get a bad quarterback this week from the Jets. He's you know he's got, they're he's talking got about Garrett. going to another one. They they. For those who didn't keep up with it, it was it was a classic, an amazing game between Atlanta, um, Atlanta and the Jets. Thirteen to eight, I think, was the final. Uh, safety was had in that game, as you would imagine. Timmy Boyle, Tommy Boyle, uh, Tim Boyle, yeah, he's out. So they brought <laughs> right. in Trevor Simeon. He was terrible. So now they're talking about finding another quarterback. Well, if the- Joe Flacco could come off the street and start. And just perform the way he did. Why can't the Jets find? How did my Rams not get more fantasy points against Jeff my Lock? Rams? My Rams defense. Oh, that. Oh, you had the Rams defense. Yeah, I'm going to get beat this week. You are. Oh, no kidding. Oh yeah, That's we're in the same awful. division. That is awful. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let me let me see if you agree with Brevin Jordan. Here's what Brevin Jordan had to say after the game. Last week's loss, you know, we really had a taste in our mouths just uh, going into the week, you know. So our, our whole mindset was to get back to work. And, uh, you know, it paid off today. And I'm just I'm so glad we got the win. 
to lose Tank, to lose a guy that's played so well for you guys, how hard is that? Yeah, man, Tank's my light-skinned twin. You know, that's, that's my dog, man. He gonna, he gonna be alright, man. He, he a soldier, you know, he, he a man of Christ. He gonna, he gonna be good. He gonna, he gonna get back to work and we're gonna be alright. We're gonna, you know, win some games for him. How about Nico's game? Unbelievable. That's my dog. Me and Nico came in together, so me and Nico talk about everything, man. Nico's really been like my lean on. You know, when, when times get hard for me, you know, I, I, Nico would just be like, keep going day by day. So me and Nico really lean on each other. That's my guy. How crazy is this? I mean, just you think right now that you guys are inside track for the AFC wild card, play some playoffs. Just, just the smile that kind of comes to It's huge, man. I'm excited. You, you, I mean, you guys know the last two years have been rough. You know, it's been rough. You know, three games, four games, uh, win seasons. It's tough, man. So for us to, you know, kill all doubt. Everybody had us saying we were going to win three, four games this year or whatever. You know, it's not the same Houston Texans. It's not the same Houston Texans. So for us to be in this position, you know, we've we worked for it. We've we expected this fully. Not the same old Texans. You agree? No. It's not SOT. I mean, yes, I do agree. You agree. They're definitely not the SOTs. He didn't even know he was saying same old Texans. Yeah, right. He's not the same old Texans. It's not the same old Texans. Do you have a light-skinned twin, John? I do. Raheel. He's darker <laughs> than you. What? He can't be your light-skinned twin. He's darker than you. That's not, not how it works. Well, not in the summer, he's not. In his yes, he mind, is. in John's mind, he isn't. He can't be your light skinned twin. Yeah. You have to pick someone else, someone actually lighter. Probably than you. Jimmy Garoppolo. He's darker than you, too. Yeah. No, he's not. I'm going to go with Yanni. <laughs> it's not my light skinned twin. I'm not a twin of Yanni. Oh, wait. No. What do people say he Probably looks like? George uh, Clooney. Oh, yeah. No, people say he looks like. Uh, yeah. Isn't there a coach? Or Brad Pitt. No, they no. They say he looks like the voice of the, of Archer. I, I I sound like Archer. No, you sound like Archer. You I don't look like, like him. Archer. You don't look like that guy. Yeah. Um, the guy who does the voice. I don't know who they say you look like. No, there's a coach. Clooney. No, no, there's a coach. Clooney. No, there's a coach. Well, that guy. Did you see the guy who? Just oh, Urban Meyer. You know, Bob Stoops said you look just like Urban Meyer. Yeah, he thinks you. I don't see that. I don't see. You either. know who you do look like? The guy who designed the jackets, the leather yes. jackets. Have you? Right. You actually do. <laughs> Well, no one knows his like name. My kid, I showed JT. He was like, "Where'd you get those glasses?" I showed it to Mason. I look. I said, "Look, Mister Granado did this. He's because Mason loves basketball, and loves the Rockets. Now he's off the Lakers. He's back on the Rockets. Oh, good, thankfully. thankfully. Yeah." And I said, uh, "Look at Mister Granado. He's he gets to sit courtside because he developed these jackets." He goes, well, "He needs to take me. Wait, he did these jackets. Can you get me one?" I said, I'll have to ask him. I don't know. He designed it for the gullible team. gullible are your children? Yeah. Finally, I had to tell him. That's it's not, not him. Mr. It, Granato. Actually, he does. Yeah, like John, have you ever Nicholas. sat on a uh, a golf cart, sadly eating Papa John's pizza? Like Urban? Because that's what Urban Meyer Urban, did after losing a, yeah, a Big Ten championship. And I, I never, um, I was never pr- trying to play center. Uh, you know, with a, a girl at a, at a, at a sports bar. Like did you was. kick a place kicker in practice? You never wanted to practice snaps. Snap, snap practice snaps. Like hey, let's quick. Let's get some snaps in here because I got to come into the game and I want to make sure we don't have a. I can't say I never did that, but I haven't since I've been married. Ah, okay. Yeah, I can't say I never did that. Yeah, never say never. People don't remember that video. Would you like to, Del? Could you describe what happened in the video? Uh, I mean, it was after a game that they lost. Didn't he like stay he back in Ohio? Back. Because he liked it there while his team flew back, <laughs> and he was seen in a in a bar. And he had a well. I mean, mm. they they explained it. There was a there was a center exchange going yeah. on, and not shotgun either. <laughs> no, he was up under. It's like tush push type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yes, 
<laughs> it was a very brotherly shove. Yes. Uh, anyway, 945 ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. News of the weird coming your way next right here on ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, uh, I'm talking about the big games. You, you know, you mentioned it a little bit earlier, but how about Texas is coming? Texas A&M is coming. U of H is coming and LSU is coming. They're all coming here on December 16th. And listen, I was with my boy who said, it's crazy how these tickets are going. You've got to get your tickets now. I think the lower bowl might be sold out. So there's still good seats available. First five rows of the upper deck, really, really good. But I would hurry if I were you because if you want to see these games, December 16th, the first game is going to be UT and LSU. That's, that's two great basketball programs, right? Oh, and then that's going to be followed up by Texas A&M and U of H. Is that any good? 11 a.m. and 1.30. This is an event in the city of Houston. It's going to be at Toyota Center. You've got to go to toyotacenter.com to get your tickets today. You're looking for the best. That This is going to be the best event in the city of Houston on December 16th, period. And, oh, by the way, it can't be more convenient for you to come and see your basketball teams. It's right here at Toyota Center. So if you're looking for a great way to get on over, it makes a great holiday gift, but you better go now, right now, toyotacenter.com. ESPN 97.5.com. Time to wake up. Hey, you, are finally awake. You were trying to cross the border, right? Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Before we get to the weird stuff, remember, the entire station will be out at Air Team Heating and Cooling, 6119 Westview Drive, in honor of the DePelchin Children's Center. We've teamed up with them for a holiday drive. Now through Friday, drop off all the donations at Air Team to support our Houston youth in foster care. Our station, as I mentioned, will be broadcasting live all day on Friday. Stop by and say hello. Most needed items and donation info at Air Team ltd.com it's a holiday drive benefiting the pelchin children's center brought to you by air team your h-town heating and cooling team let me ask you guys a question how long what's the longest you ever spend on hold Ooh, well over an hour probably about that too yeah i think oh i've spent i think longer than that with united airlines i've yeah. seen that united happen airlines here is the worst yeah that's i that i mine may have been with Old school direct TV or, yeah, it's something where it was customer service related. And I was so pissed that I'm like, I'm staying. A Colorado woman says she finally received her unemployment benefits after spending, guess how long on hold? I'm going to say two hours. Higher. Two days. Higher. Don't say a year. Nope. Higher than two days. 278 hours, which is the equivalent of 11 days. On hold. Hello? Yeah, I'm still holding. Oh, hi, ma'am. Uh, 11 days on hold. I don't, I don't think, you know what? I'm just going to go find a job. Forget my unemployment benefits. I'm just going to go find a job. Cosmopolitan Magazine is in a little bit of a, they're sharing steps on how to have a satanic abortion ceremony. Do you guys want what? to get... A Cosmo That's magazine. That's not true. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. A satanic abortion well, ceremony. Well, what are the steps? 
what's it like to have a, a, uh, a 37 The experience was very supportive. While she's not a, satan- a Satanist, Jessica decided to incorporate a few ceremonial elements into her solo abortion experience. How much do people want so badly to, like, normalize crazy stuff? <laughs> it's know. unbelievable to me nowadays. Actually, from a Satan, you know, I'm not a Satanist, but some of the things that, that, my, that I experienced was actually quite pleasant. You get to bathe in goat's blood? What do you do? Yeah. I mean, it's just I'm not like... completely against that. I'm just trying to figure out what the steps are. Goodness gracious. Cosmopolitan? Hey. <laughs> I know you're f- pro-woman, but pro-Satan? Uh, massive. Okay. Do you want to go to this church? A church in Tennessee had a massive marijuana growing operation with booby traps. Do you feel like this is a church that you'd like to attend? More importantly, is this a church? Are they going to be taxed for that? Is that tax-free also tax-free if they're because, selling yeah, it? That's what, yeah, if you sell it. I mean, it doesn't look, it looks more like a barn kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah, with a cross is, on it. This is a real, <laughs> it's a real rural church. Is it church. really a church? It's I, a rural church slash grow house. I don't know. I do it could know. also be, frankly, I, money laundering. It, it had a, that looks like something you'd see in sure Ozark, in the that. Ozark uh, show. Yeah. A Thurston County candidate didn't vote for himself and lost by... Don't say it. One vote. 247 to 246. He, sa- he said this. He said, I didn't feel comfortable. I thought it was kind of narcissistic, so I didn't vote for me. <laughs> that guy doesn't have the selfishness it takes to be in politics. You're right. You know what? I would vote for him now. Yeah, you guys know what the word of the year is? Any um, idea? Let me cap. What is that? Is it cap? Not cap. Is it sus? It's not. Is you're it gonna OD? You're going to go, oh, once you hear it. Okay, wait. Um, I'm thinking draft. It's got to be a draft term. No. Is it grit? No, no, no. Draft it's close. Term. Explosiveness? No. It's riz. <laughs> riz. Yeah. Word makes, of the year. Makes, makes sense. sense. That does make sense, doesn't I it? I was on the right track with some of my... Do y'all know what... Jesus y'all talk. just... just yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Apparently, during the 2024... Oh, by the way, I was watching some of your Everton team. Did you watch that on Saturday Saturday morning? Yeah, we won. Yeah. I was watching. So you're not that good. Thank um, you. We're not. Thank you. Guess what, though? We're going to get out of the relegation zone, even though they took 10 points away we'll from see. us. We'll see. Apparently, UEFA was having their 2024 draw for oh, the for Euro 2024. Mason told me about this, too. And there were all kinds of sex noises going on. Somebody hacked the speaker system and played uh. a sex video or something. <laughs> or either that, either that, or it was somebody was able to zoom in and didn't put their their mute button on. Um, you could hear. Did you see the video with it? I, it's I, hilarious. Is it? Um, apparently, apparently, um, Paraguay... Apparently, they're having a bit of a problem. Um, apparently, they had a, a an agreement with Kalesa. They did an She's official the drag- agreement. The Queen of the Dragons. Pardon me? No. No, that's, that's the, Khaleesi. That's Khaleesi. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he signed a proclamation with representatives of an Indian guru country. Unfortunately, it's not a real country. And he's now... Being replaced in office, Arnaldo, Arnaldo Chamorro. He got what was the name of the school? The, the uh, high school, Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> this is this is the Bishop Sycamore of countries. Uh, yeah, that can I guess that can. Happen. That's not real. That's not real. And we have we have come up with a, a ceasefire with. Wait, that's not a real country. 
Um, a steady stream of pee is eroding Baltimore's historic buildings. Apparently, a bunch of people are building, are, are peeing on on this build on these buildings, and the buildings are starting to erode I away. I don't believe it. Because if so, how's New? How's the French Quarter still standing? <laughs> it's, that's just nothing but, but urine, urine and alcohol yeah. and beer. I mean, urine and alcohol. Well, but don't you think that maybe in Baltimore their urine might? Be well, you tainted? know what? It's well, it's acidic. Yeah, it's acidic. You can't. I had a dog when I lived in my apartment after I got divorced. I had a dog named Cyrus who would, unbeknownst to me, would jump down in the middle of the night and pee on my bed bed frame. It was metal, and I looked at one day. I looked down, and I'm like, God, something just smells. That thing's all rusted. I was, it was new. Yeah. Well, so I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. It's absolutely. acidic as hell. All right, finally, Dell, you got to watch out. I would not eat chicken made by a woman. <laughs> okay. Is that the end of it? Don't eat chicken made by a woman? The dish women make to cast a spell when they hope to marry. There is an engagement chicken. Oh, you Ooh. haven't heard of this before? No. It's been a while, around a long time. Is it spicy chicken? That's the only thing that's going to get me. It's not just simply well, chicken. Well, my wife makes something called man-pleasing well, then, chicken. Well, why can't they spice it up and, and, and well, lure you it in? It depends upon the recipe. And by the way, chicken ain't just what gets me. It's got to be a chicken sandwich, spicy chicken sandwich. That's then right. I'm, they can then put I'm in around, trouble. On, on a bun? Well, if, I got to hear the ingredients. If it's just basic chicken, you ain't got no chance. Of putting me under a spell. Well, what if no, they spice it up spell, and put it on no, a No, Dell, you got to, this spice, no, I this think chicken is going to put a spell on Ladies, them. if you're trying to marry Dell, Why? All right, lure him in with the spicy yeah, chicken what a engagement pri- chicken. What a prize I am. <laughs> lure me. <laughs> lure him in. <laughs> We're done. Hawk a lot is next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we will talk to you again tomorrow, everybody. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Sweet sassy molassie. Clever metaphors and catchphrases escape me. Like a fat girl waving her trophy from the smell contest. Sweet sassy molassie, I'm trying my best here. Bye, bitch.